<laughs> Sorry, the 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 border has just tweeted. Would it be a good idea? Would it be good if I was interviewed in a podcast, but an actor did my voice? An actor? <laughs> Class. I think so. It better be a good idea because it's happening. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> the referendum's been held. The letter has triggered Article Fifty, uh, Britain's decision to leave, and the process is underway. Brexit means Brexit, and we're going to make a success of it. It is not in our interests to see the Republic of Ireland do anything other than prosper. We cannot agree to do this unless we have firm guarantees that there will not be a hard border in Ireland. Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of Paddy Wants to Know Brexit with me, Jack Good, and my co-host, Brian Mahan. Hey guys, how you doing? We have a world exclusive. Um, we're speaking to the Irish border who breaks its silence for the first time. And Brian, hard-hitting questions galore. The real hard-hitting questions are questions that everyone wants to ask the Irish border to fix it. So David Davis, if you're listening, we've solved it. When we leave the European Union, we won't have to impose any border. Uh, the problem here is that uh, the British government's stated position uh, in December and still now is that they want to ensure that there is no border uh, infrastructure between Northern Ireland and the rest of Ireland, that there is no barriers to trade between Northern Ireland and the rest of the United Kingdom, and that the United Kingdom is leaving the customs union and single market. And those three things are simply not compatible. And those three things are simply not compatible. But if we do, that's what the European Union wants and we go along with it. The losers will be the Republic of Ireland. The economy of the Republic of Ireland would be in very bad shape. Was stability in Northern Ireland getting boring? God, no. I'm boring. I like being boring. The alternative to me being boring was a bit drastic, to be honest. It was the complete opposite of boring. Then I became boring. People like me boring. I like being boring. I'd like to go on being boring. Who is your best friend? Not really friends with other borders. I used to be quite close to the Berlin Wall, but then it disappeared. I stay in touch with some borders by text, but I wouldn't call them friends. The Swiss border is pompous. The Gibraltar-Spain border is insanely British. The US-Canada border is quite cool, but a bit intimidating. It called me dude. The Good Friday Agreement is on Twitter too, and we kind of understand each other. Who is your secret crush? Definitely the bridge at Öresund. It is also a tunnel and is border between Denmark and Sweden. It's the sexiest border in the world. I've tried everything to get it to notice me. I even tapped up the Swedish ambassador to the UK when he got in touch with me on Twitter. But no dice so far. I'll keep trying. Unrequited love is painful though. Which crossing would you choose for a first date? Stepan Lifford is my favourite crossing point and it has a nice bridge. If Ursin came to visit me, I'd take it there. Though its bridge is way more impressive. And what's your guilty pleasure? Ice cream. I love ice cream. Ice cream is the only thing keeping me sane at the moment. Ice cream is the opposite of Brexit. What side of the border do you get out of in the morning? I'm glad you asked me that question. It's a common mistake to think that I have sides. I don't have sides. I'm a line. And a line doesn't have sides. A line is just a line. I have things on either side of me. Like cows and grass and dandelions and nice people and not so nice people. And politically different states. But I don't have any sides myself. Actually, I don't have a bed either. Or a body to put in a bed. What do you do to relax? 
I listen to reggae and I read a lot. I've developed an unusually expansive and capacious vocabulary, which exceeds that normally required for a boarder to carry out its everyday duties. But I have found this an extremely efficacious facility to possess on Twitter because it makes me look intelligent, especially compared to the Brexiteers who don't. What do people most misunderstand about you? I'm the Irish border, but people think it means I'm Irish in a passporty, diddly eye, river dancing U2 kind of way. But I'm just a border on the island of Ireland. Some people think I'm the Ulster border or the Northern Irish border or the UK border. To be honest, people are a bit thick sometimes, especially about borders. What can you do? I'm just a border. Have you ever felt violated? No, but people love telling me I'm being straddled. It's my least favourite word. Will you be solved by June? Have you not noticed? I get solved every day at the moment. Then I get solved again the next day in a slightly different way. Then the next day it turns out I wasn't solved at all. So someone else says they've got the answer and so on. I expect that I'll go on being solved in new ways every day, well beyond June. By October I will have exhausted Brexit and it will just give up trying to solve me and leave me alone exactly as I am. That's the long term plan. But don't tell Brexit because it's quite enjoyable watching it trying to figure me out. Who will play you in a movie? Killian Murphy wearing a dress if I had to be given a bodily shape. Andrew Scott could do a good me, but just in the Moriarty voice. Tilda Swinton would be great at playing me if it was an art house movie with swaying grass and dark clouds and a slightly surreal plot. I'm very Tilda Swinton. So when were you living your best life? The 18 years after the Good Friday Agreement up to Brexit were glorious, peaceful. I was able to fade into invisibility, but also to exist at the same time. I divided the island and held it together and nobody even noticed what I was doing. Eventually I became so invisible I could take an hour off and no one noticed I was on a break. Then I took a day off and nothing terrible happened, so I thought, time for a holiday. That was when I started going on the cruises. It was a great time, all peace, harmony and ice cream. And then Brexit came along and I had to get back on duty. Now I'm on Twitter most of the day, being sarcastic about Brexit and trying to annoy it. And what would you like to look like after Brexit? I'd like to look like Tilda Swinton, but I'm worried I'm going to look like the 1970s. Is it tiring being invisible 300 times over? I'm invisible all over, and no, it's not tiring. It does mean that people talk about you as if you're not actually there. That's quite annoying. That's why I'm on Twitter, I suppose, to get myself heard. It's quite galling hearing people talk about you as if they understand you and think you can be solved by technology and they can't even work a smartphone. Who owns the fish in Loch Foyle? Oh, the fish? I have no idea who owns the fish. Why are Brexiteers so obsessed with fish? I think maybe it's because fish swim around with their mouths open and a very short memory. I really dislike seawater and I can't swim. I refuse to go into the sea. I have also no idea where I'm meant to be in Loch Foyle or Carlingford. So I guess if I'm ever forced to go into the water, but generally I stay out of the sea and nobody seems bothered. Michael Gove is big into fish. I expect he'll be around someday to do an inspection, but I'll just shift around on the waves and confuse him. Who has better solutions to Brexit, May or Corbyn? They're both cack. Is the Taoiseach playing too hard to get? Well, at least he comes to visit me now and again. Barney visits sometimes too. He's suave and reassuring. I swallow the Brexiteers when they come to see me, which is probably why they don't. I stared so hard at David Davis when he came that one day that he still has nightmares. Who is your favourite Brexiteer or commentator? 
The people who make me laugh are Brexit Central because their tone of voice just gets a wee bit higher every day as they become more outraged and Brexit, Brexit moves further off into the distance. Daniel Hannan, the Tory MP, is good crack too because he does this real pompous, serious persona as if he actually believes it all. And I love the people on Twitter who tell me to retire or get harder or get into the sea. They're all so cute. What do you prefer? The Good Friday Agreement or the Belfast Agreement? I call it GFA because we're friends. It's gone all double barrel though because it loves that on the one hand but then on the other hand kind of thing. GFA is best. Do you have an Irish passport or, or have you just recently got one? I don't need a passport. I just bilocate around the world and appear in a grassy disguise. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I've been to London a few times and even to Checkers once and my disguise is impenetrable. David Davis thinks he has it worked out because of his SAS training, but his head's cut. And who's going to win the Ulster Championship? This is GA, right? I'm not much into sport. Thought of entering a team myself, but there's only me on it and I'm invisible. Would that work? Also, I do border a wee bit of Leinster. Fermanagh, by the way, is the answer to the original question. I'm pleased to say that the Taoiseach, when I met him recently, has agreed that uh, the UK and Irish governments and the Commission can sit down and look in more detail at the proposals that we've put forward. Uh, there won't be tripartite or three-way talks. There will be talks between the EU27 and the UK, and Ireland is part of the EU27. And we're much stronger, by the way, uh, as one of 27. I think people uh, have seen seen that uh, in, in action in the last couple of months uh, since, since Brexit. With the benefit of historical hindsight, we can all see things which we would wish had been done differently, or not at all. So we just heard from the Irish border there. Um, as we said before, a world exclusive. What was your main takeaway, Brian? What, what, what struck you? It was amazing to, to hear the border in person, uh, personified, you know, really blew my mind. I think the fact that it fancies the bridge at Arzand, like that just really tickled me. Um, Obviously a killing fan. <laughs> Obviously it loves its uh, Nordic noir. Um, doesn't have much time for May or Corbin. Perhaps prefers... The Taoiseach and Michelle Barnier, but hard to know. The border itself playing hard to get. Jeez, a Fermanagh pick for the Ulster Championship. A dark horse with Donegal and Monaghan and Tyrone there. Monaghan looking very strong. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the Irish border, you know. You just you never know what, what, is it, what it's going to come out with next. And also clearly not a fan of the, you know, may we live in interesting times. Clearly a fan of boredom. I guess you... Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> exactly. I think that, that might actually be its theme tune. It was very clear about what people misunderstood about it, what it did to relax. I also, I mean, I hadn't, I mean, it makes sense once you hear it, but I didn't really have the Swiss border down as pompous. I mean, complicated, neutral, sure, but I, I was a little disappointed, actually. 
Yeah, I can very much see though that it also talked about the the Canadian US border and how it was called dude and you know cool but intimidating. I can definitely see that though. That I makes mean, sense to me. That border, you really want to be clear which side you wake up on, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Pity about the Berlin Wall, you know. Not so much from a politi- political perspective, but it did lose a friend. It does happen. You yeah, know? you know, um, sometimes you just drift apart. Yeah. Or you get torn down. What are you going to do? Great. Well, I I think we'll leave it there, will we? On a, a border, <laughs> Irish border, world exclusive. And if you've made it this far and you want to get in touch with us, um, we've actually got an email account, have we? Yeah, it's paddywantstoknowbrexit at gmail.com or tweet at us at Paddy Brexit. And we'll, we might actually read them, will we? Potentially, yeah. Might ignore them too. Who knows? Great. Well, on that happy note, uh, <laughs> we'll leave it there. So thanks for joining us. And um, thanks again to the Irish Border. We're going to do something slightly different this week. And the Irish Border has very kindly uh, agreed to uh, read one of its poems. Take it away. A EU offalo. What's an EU offalo? An EU offalo, why didn't you know? It has Donald Tusk and free trade laws and the ECJ at the end of its claws. Where are you meeting it? Here by these rocks and its favourite food is roasted fox. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.